Hey Everything 90s fam, thank you so much for the support you've been showing the Goosebumps screen and readathon series that I've been doing for the past three weeks. It's almost coming to an end with two more episodes left. I can't believe how fast October is flying by. For this week's episode, I'm joined by my friend and returning guest, Josh. We review R.L. Stein's Welcome to Camp Nightmare. And I also share a Halloween story that was sent in by Pamela for the Listener's Corner segment. If this is your first time listening to Everything 90s, I'm your host, Shalina. I'm a 90s baby, a lover of all things 90s, and I created this podcast to connect and reminisce with other folks who grew up in this wonderful decade. You can connect with me on Instagram at everything90spodcast, or leave a voice memo at memo.fm slash everything90spodcast. And I'm also on YouTube now, everybody. So head on over to YouTube, search everything90spodcast, subscribe, and I have three videos up so far so you could interact with those. All right, let's get into today's episode. I hope you enjoy the show. back or guess back guess what i'm too excited <laughs> josh is back in the building welcome back josh hello you'll remember him from a couple of episodes we did one on video games yeah. tvo kids commercials great to have you back i'm still sad i missed out on um Patty and uh, and Joe. Yeah. Your, Regrets. Mm, it's okay. I wasn't in like the the right mindset, so. They did they did big you up though in Did they? Either in the episode or like prior to remember. the recording. They're like, "Where's Josh?" Oh, okay. <laughs> I might have to go watch that. Yeah. But yeah, today we are talking about Welcome to Camp Nightmare and a little fun fact behind the scenes. Mm. Uh, Josh was the first person I told about this Goosebumps screen and readathon. So, really? Yeah, <laughs> you were. What? So special. Yes, Holy man. Um, so, let us know what is your connection to Goosebumps? either the book or the TV series. Oh, I thought you were talking to the audience. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) um, My connection. I mean, like so many other people, when we were younger, you know, you'd be at school and uh, Scholastic's uh, book orders would come around, right? And you would see all the uh, the things you could buy. And obviously one of them that I would love seeing is the Goosebumps books, right? Um, I, I don't know. I like the art of all of them. Not necessarily the story itself. I like the, the cover yes. art for them. They're really like vibrant, vibrant colors and stuff. And then, of course, 
the shows were amazing, right? Um, most of them weren't weren't really scary, but like as you know, they had these. Um, R.L. Stein liked to put these twists at the very end of each mm-hmm. episode, right? So, um, yeah, they they weren't really scary. Are you afraid of the dark? Was scarier, but they're pretty entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I remember in the first episode of this series, Mallory, she mentioned how when she was a kid, she would just stare at the covers of the books because <laughs> they were they were her, her brother's <laughs> books. Um, she didn't actually read them, uh, but she's like, she just loved the cover art. Um, yeah, yeah, they were awesome. Very, very distinct. Um and yeah, quite a few people have shared that Are You Afraid of the Dark was actually scarier than Goosebumps. Yeah. I, f- I feel like, I feel like, um, Are You Afraid of the Darks was slightly less cheesy mm. than Goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why. And like the plots were a little bit more serious sometimes. I need to check out that yeah. show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Wait, huh? <laughs> I, I don't understand what you just said. <laughs> I said I need to check out that show. You didn't watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? No, I was too afraid as a kid. Like that freaked me out. I, I know wow. of it. Aim Aim for Midnight Podcast. The girls that were on before, they said they're going to send me a couple of episodes mm-hmm. to watch. So I know I'm late. I'm surprised. <laughs> so you, you are actually afraid of the dark. Yes. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, That's so interesting. Yeah. Oh. Um, perhaps I'll do an episode on it next, next Halloween, next October. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, if you can watch them, I don't know if you're. you're I'm sure I'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what what made you choose Welcome to Camp Nightmare? This was an interesting story. Yeah, it was very interesting. I got some stuff to say, um, but I think I I chose it because it was the. I think it was one of the fondest um, memories I have of Goosebumps was from this particular episode. I don't know why. Um, Yeah, it's just the one I remember more so than the other ones. Okay, nice. What about you? Um, Well, you chose it, so I'm like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah, that's true. But I I liked it. I liked it. Sorry. I liked the twist. The twist at the end really got me. I'm just oh like, gosh. what? <laughs> oh. Yeah. But we'll, That's probably our, why I remember it so much. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into it. But for the listeners uh, that are not familiar with this book, Welcome to Camp Nightmare was published in 1993. And it's the ninth book in the Goosebumps Jeez. series. I know, eh? Long time ago. And basically, the synopsis is it follows a boy named Billy who was sent to Camp Night Moon by his parents. And 
the the last thing he remembers his mom telling him before getting on the bus is good luck. So that kind of like threw him off. And then once he gets gets to the camp, even before he gets to the camp, like the camp counselors are strange, they're weird. And then once he gets to the camp, he notices that campers start to disappear and no one seems to care. So that's like the synopsis of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my initial thoughts, like reading and watching this this book, well, first I read the book. I was like, what is up with the bus driver ignoring them? Mm-hmm. I just like if I was in that position, I would be like, okay, I guess they didn't have cell phones, but I would True. I'd be like yeah. get me off this I bus. Can, yeah. I'll walk my way back home. I don't trust this. <laughs> it's weird because the the bus, um, well, the, at the beginning of the book, right, the part that I I kind of read, uh, there's a there's a whole like section dedicated to the interactions between the kids and you know each other and and the bus driver and stuff and then when you watch the show uh the show starts as the bus comes pulling in and dropping the kids off yeah right so there's it it takes away all that interaction that they had on the bus which was and i mean I didn't read the rest of the book, so I, I can't really say how it affected it, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I did notice that difference as well. I, I did like the... I wish they in the show they had kept that part because it does add to like the whole suspense mm-hmm. of the camp. But... Right. Character development. Yeah. And plot development, yeah. And I don't know if you remember this in the book, but when the bus driver stops the bus and then he disguises himself as a monster. I don't know how he had the time to do that <laughs> and how the kids didn't pick up on this. Oh, no, I didn't read that. Yeah, so, what? Yeah, so he stops the bus, if I remember correctly, and then he, like, growls at them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, our bus driver is a monster. And then he, like, pulls the mask <laughs> off and they're like, oh, he's not a monster. <laughs> It's like, why was that? Like, why? that was not necessary. Like, what, what did this bus driver not oh get a police check? You know? No. But it, I just thought that was I, weird. It's weird. You mentioned that. I feel like a lot of the things in the show weren't necessary to the end goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. And then what were your thoughts on Uncle Al? He was, uh, I don't know. He was, he was interesting for sure, right? I guess because <laughs> at some points he would be really nice, right? He would be understanding, and then at other other parts he'd be, you know, totally, you know, what are you guys doing? Like aggressive and you know, who cares about you kids and stuff like that, right? So it was really strange. His his. His personality. Yeah. So for the listeners that may not have seen the show or, or read the book, Uncle Al, he's the main leader of the camp. Um, my my initial thoughts mm. was like, I don't trust this man. 
even the uh, Billy and his friends uh, camp leader, Larry, like, he oh, was <laughs> so cringy. Man. He was something else. Yeah. I mean, he, he kind of acted like a typical teenager, like angsty, yeah. but he was, yeah, he was something else. <laughs> Actively aggressive. Yeah. And just, I, I wrote down one line. He's like, I don't know if you said this in the show, but in the book, he's like, if you get hurt at this camp, you're on your own. There's no nurses. I was just like, <laughs> oh my <Jeez>. gosh. <laughs> what is this? Boot camp? Right? It, it kind of had a boot camp feel, actually. It did, yeah. Like, especially yeah. when Uncle Al, he's leading them to the camp. They're like marching behind him, kind of thing. And then they have like mm. the different activities the swimming the sports survival stuff yeah yeah any in general any um like what were some scenes that stood out to you the most or characters okay so we can talk about like any any part of the the show or whatever right we're not going like from what yeah we could go okay in any order it's fine um, oh, so this one part that really stood out from the show. So they're playing baseball, right? And uh, what's his name? Colin, the one with the bandana. Yeah. Right. I think that was his name, Colin, right? So he makes a break for home. He was on third. He's going home. Uh, and Larry, the um, one of the counselors, right? He... He throws the ball as hard as he can yes. <laughs> into Colin's head. <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, he's mean, but I didn't think he was that mean. And then it shows it shows uh, a scene of Colin's helmet, and it looks like the ball almost went through the helmet. Right. right? So, so Colin is on the floor, and I'm thinking because I watched this a long time ago, right? And I didn't really notice a lot of things. I was like, okay, he, he got hit in the head, right? But when I watched it recently, I was like, you could die from that. Yes. So I'm thinking, I'm watching it again. I was like, you should be dead, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> he threw full force into his head. I'm like, okay, you, there's no way you're getting up from that. And I've seen this before, right? <laughs> I was like, that's so unnecessary. Okay, do we talk about the ending? Because yeah, we can, but we, we don't talk about the ending, or do yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can. Okay. But b- before we get to the ending, are I, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Before we get to the ending, I have a an, uh, comment on that scene that you brought up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Also, I'm not. We're not laughing at the fact that he got hit. It's just we're laughing at just how crazy no. and like un. It wasn't expected. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah, I. Mm. So I read the book first, and the scene is also in the book. And I'm just like, no, he did not. And there's no explanation for it. Like, in the book or in the show, there's no explanation. Nope. I'm just like, how come, like, Larry was not Larry was not held accountable for this? I, I was completely thrown off. I'm just like, what in the world? And, like, Billy... Just a, Billy describes it as like he saw like an evil turn in Larry's eyes and then like he's because Billy saw the whole thing 
And when mm-hmm. I was reading it and also when I watched it, I was um, I was reminded of Mrs. Doubtfire when the scene at the beach at the pool where he like Robin Williams character throws like a a fruit at the new boyfriend. Do you remember that scene? No, no, I can't remember that. I, I saw that movie like years yeah. ago. I was just like, yeah, this reminds me of Mrs. Doubtfire. but it's it's weird because if like if you know the twist at the end right you realize that this part like this scene i don't know it's it feels like larry had a a personal vendetta against colin (laughs) at this part right it has nothing to do with the twist at the end yeah that's why i'm like there's i'm like he like uh, they don't explain this this scene yeah it's like why it's so mean for yeah. no reason poor colin um and i think and then you know throughout the sorry go ahead oh no i was gonna say i think uncle al i think he just brushes it off yeah um yeah even when Mike. well even uh yeah i go, was gonna go. say even when mike so one of billy's uh roommates at campers at the beginning, he gets bunk, bunk, bunk mates. mates. Yeah, sorry, I I haven't been camping, so mm. I don't I don't know the terminology. <laughs> but, um, at the beginning, when they get their bunk, Mike gets bit by a snake, and Larry's like, "Well, there's yep. no nurse, so he's got to suck it up." Tough luck. <laughs> and they don't do anything. Don't be a baby. And I think he was one of the first campers to disappear, too, was, I think, Mike. Yes, I think he was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the uh, the campfire, when they're singing their campfire songs, uh, Billy's watching over him like a nurse, right? And then uh, Uncle Al, is his name Uncle Al? The, the main guy, yeah. Correctly? The old guy. Yeah, yeah. He comes over and he's like, oh, what happened? Oh, you got bit? Don't worry, it's nothing. And then <clears throat> he's like, who's your counselor? And he's like, oh, Larry is. And it's like, hey, Larry, how come you didn't tell me about this? And then that was oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was never brought up again. Like, <laughs> And then Larry gives like a stank face. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, whatever. It's just a snake bite. What are you, a kid? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> I, I notice like in... Preparing for this series, this Goosebumps uh, series, um, I notice a pattern of adults in these books are just so nonchalant, neglectful. <laughs> they cheese me. <laughs> I wonder if that's just to appeal to like the younger audience, because like at that age, you're like you don't really, you know. You probably respect your parents a little less. Maybe you're going through a phase and you're the rebel yeah. phase, right? So that's how they would connect with them, I guess. Yeah. But And to mention Colin again, how he uh, survived this massive head injury, right? So he, throughout the, from that scene on, yeah, from that scene on, right? He, he has a concussion, understandably, right? So he survives with a concussion and they're just making him do all this stuff, 
right? Like they're making him participate in everything. And there's another scene where closer to the end where the monster is chasing them, right? The, oh, the, yeah. the hidden monster. The, the saber, 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 is that what it's called? It's like S-A- Saber, yeah, saber. Yeah, I think it's. I think it comes from like saber wolf or something. It's some kind of wolf, right? Some kind of big, big creature. And Colin's under the bed, and <laughs> Larry comes and he's like, I don't know. He was telling them to not be scared or whatever, and he kicks Colin in the oh, head shit. when he's uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't when he's under the bed. <laughs> they don't give Colin a break, right? Like he could have died from the initial hit, and they just keep hitting him. It's it's insane. I was watching. It's like, what's going on? Don't oh they care? Gosh. Like I know it's it's all like, it's all you know, the twist, right? And they just don't care about him. He's he's it's not part of it. Like, get him some help. Oh gosh, man, I totally I forgot it's, I missed yeah, that crazy. part. Man, Larry just needs to. Yeah, it it stood out go to juvie i yeah i think something needs to be done he's he's like a menace for no reason but then at the end he's acting like all happy like it was all like an act right so i was like oh he's like he's crazy yeah so spoiler alert um this whole uh, series is a spoiler alert, <laughs> but the ending, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about the ending, the twist. So hmm. basically, like all these things are happening. Billy is, you know, advocating my my friends. They're disappearing. All these things are happening. Um, Billy is following all the rules and whatnot. So it ends up. So basically, it turns out that everyone was in on it. Um, every, everything was fake. So surprise! Yeah. <laughs> Big surprise! So Billy's fake. like, so let, let's set up the this the scene here. So the way it unfolds is Uncle Al gives the kids a whole bunch of rifles, and it's like. A girl from the camp, girl camp, um, she escaped. And Billy knows this because before uh, the girl, I forget their names. Uh, Don, Don, maybe? Is it, yeah, it Don? Yeah, Don. Um, she's like. The yeah, main girl. She's like, oh, at, at the girls camp, all these people are disappearing, yada, yada, yada. We should like plan an, an escape. And then Billy's like, okay. But she's like, don't tell anyone because once they find out I escaped. And there's another girl in the book. There's like two girls. They'll like come after us or something. So next day, Mm. Uncle Al's like, two girls escaped from camp. Here's some rifles. We're going to go hunt them down. Billy's like, what the? (laughs) (laughs) Giving us rifles? How dare they escape? And (laughs) me reading this, I'm just like, Oh no, like Uncle Al actually is telling them to hunt these girls down. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, he's serious. So, yeah, so like 
I think they find Dawn and the other girl. Um, and, and they're like, yeah, like shoot them or something like that. I hope I'm remembering this correctly. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, fill in the gaps. But Billy's like, no. And then Billy turns on Uncle Al and like points the rifle at Uncle Al. Yeah. And does he like shoot it and then nothing happens? Or he, yeah, he, he pulls the trigger, but it's not loaded. Right. Or something like that. Right. And then Uncle Al just laughs. So. And then everyone starts yeah. laughing, I think. And then they're like, gotcha. <laughs> Psych. Billy's like, what's going on? <laughs> it's like a three, like four day affair of just tricking this boy, right? And that was that was just the first twist, right? There's two yes, there's two twists in this that's one. That's right. Yes. Right. Yes. So they're like, um, you're part of this government program. We we're testing you. Then the parents come. They're like, hi, Billy. Yeah, we we wanted to test you because we're going on an important trip. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just so crazy. Um, yeah, they're like, we're going on a trip and we wanted to make sure that you would be able to come on this trip with us. Just like, really? <laughs> Like a an expedition, they call right. it, right? And that this was his like test yes. to to see if he can um, handle craziness, yeah. I guess. So all his all the friends that disappeared, they come out of the bush. They're like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, you did a good job." <laughs> and then, like, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> and then what was like? What was your reaction to that to that twist? The first twist. My initial one, yeah. when I was younger, if, if you or, remember, or rewatching it, because I think I was surprised. For sure, I was surprised when I was younger. For sure, I was like, "Oh, it's all a prank. No one's really dying." Because I was, I was invested in it as a kid. I was like, "How come no one cares that these people are disappearing?" Right. And and when I was rewatching it, I was like. I was still amazed at how far they went to just to put this kid through these right. tests, right? They got all these, like, how many kids were there? There a were like lot. 30 kids or something, right? A lot. A whole camp. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Boys and girls, right? And they did all this this whole scene, like all these, they got to separate and, jeez, all these activities. It's like, it's way too much, right? So I was I was still surprised watching it again. Yeah. And then the second twist. <laughs> Josh is shaking his head. <laughs> this one, I, I remember I messaged you after I read it. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? It's yeah, it's so because everything else hinges on the, these two things, right? I'll, I'll let you. These I'll twists. let you tell the the end twist. So, so the the whole reason that the government, right, of these people and his parents put Billy through these this uh, arduous test is because they are going on an expedition. They call it. It's like a mission, right? The mission 
is to a place called Earth. So they all look up in the sky <laughs> <laughs> and Earth is there. <laughs> Symbolizing that all this whole thing, all these people, right? They're all aliens, right? They're like, we're going to go visit. We're going to do an expedition to Earth and see how these aliens live and stuff like that. So that's probably why I remember the show so much when I was from when I was younger is because the ending is so ridiculous, right? I'm like, no, they're not aliens. They're like us. They're human, right? Oh, my. <laughs> but no, they're all aliens. Yeah. And we're, setup, humans are the weird ones. It was training. So all that training is to deal right. with humans us. are the aliens. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I mean, oh, crazy. That was a cool twist. That so yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it was definitely interesting, for sure. I mean, you you'll never see anything like that coming, right? Yeah. You would never guess that. Yeah, because you could have guessed that it was all fake. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, because like. The description in the story is just like a regular forest that we see, like on Earth. Forces that we see on Earth, campsites that we see on Earth. They describe yeah. boys and girls, adults, like they appear human. So you would never, as you're saying, you would never expect them to actually be non-humans. <laughs> they have a government. <laughs> Yeah, the government, yeah. And it, it would just be it would just be the two parents and Billy going on this mission, right? Just the, that family. Yeah. That's it. To this dangerous unknown alien territory. And <laughs> So when I when I saw it the first time, obviously I was shocked, right? I was like, "No, it's not possible." And uh the second the second time I watched it, the rewatching, I was like, "Okay, they're aliens, right? I, I I came to the realization that they were aliens. So I was looking at looking at them through that lens. And I was like, okay, if they're aliens, where are they right now? If that's not Earth. Mm. Right? Because they're they're looking at Earth and yeah. it's big, right? It's like how we would see the moon. And I'm thinking, there's no way they're on the moon. There's no way. Right? Because the moon, it doesn't look like that with the lush forest and um cabins and stuff right. like that right <laughs> school <Right>? buses <laughs> uh, <laughs> right so <laughs> i was trying to think so hard where these aliens would be what planet are they on right and i i just couldn't come up with a an answer maybe they're on some i don't know it doesn't make sense oh it's it's beyond I love me how you like took the time to figure out like what planet are they on <laughs> yeah it's i mean because if they're aliens and they're within pretty reachable distance right maybe they're on mars i don't know i don't know because who knows mars is red right ready orangish right i try to remember back in the, well, the story if they describe the sky as like that i don't remember well, hold on. We don't know, right? This is an an advanced alien oh, civilization sure. where they can copy human technology, right? They could, you know, cover their whole planet with like a camouflage to make it look red. You never right. know, right? They could do anything. Yeah. 
they, they have school buses and stuff. They could do whatever <laughs> they want. Oh, boy. They have the technology. RL, we, we want some answers. What planet are they on? <laughs> it just threw in that, that twist at the end just to like psych everyone yeah. out. I hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. We're going to take a quick break and head into the Listener's Corner segment. Today's spooky story comes from Pamela. She said, I have a spooky but kind of sad Halloween story. My parents didn't allow us to have pets growing up, but one summer, 7th grade, I somehow convinced my dad to let me have a kitten. I picked a black kitten with purple eyes. She was gorgeous. Fast forward a few months to October. It was also one of my friend's birthdays, and she was having a birthday Halloween party. My sisters came to pick me up, said it was getting late. My parents were out, so my older sister was in charge. She does not like animals. When I got home, my sister said I had to put the cat outside. So cruel. But I obliged, because what was I going to do? I fell asleep before my parents came home, and the next morning I couldn't find my cat anywhere. She was missing for a whole week. When I found her that next week, she was lying near the curb in front of my neighbor's house. She appeared unharmed, no injuries, but she was dead. I was so sad, but I've always found it very strange that my black cat went missing on Halloween and turned up dead. Oh my gosh, my condolences, Pamela. Uh, even though this happened quite a few years ago. I hope your older sisters somehow made it up to you. That's just, oh, so cruel. But thank you for sharing your Halloween memory. And any listeners out there that would like to share their Halloween memories or a spooky story, you can connect with me on Instagram. My handle is at everything90spodcast. Or you could send in a recording at memo.fm slash everything90spodcast. There's one more episode left in the Goosebumps screen and readathon, so definitely get that in as soon as possible to hear it be featured in the last episode of this series. All right, let's get back into the show. Since we revealed like how everything was, was a prank, right? Like they got punked. So it it makes me wonder even more why Larry was trying to kill this kid, Colin. Yes. <laughs> Again, not laughing at the violence. Because it wasn't part of this training, yeah, right? like what is Larry's deal? It was not part of Billy's training. I know. And it wasn't faked either. It wasn't. I looked at it, right? I was looking at it deep. I was like, everyone saw this man throw this uh, baseball into his head, right? It wasn't like... They faked the, the whatever, right? It was it was legit. Yeah, because people people so, are probably like, that's... that's not part of the script. <laughs> What's this man doing? Yeah. It's like Larry, what are you doing? We're <laughs> oh, calling. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. That, oh man, that Larry, I tell you. What else? <clears throat> there was some, there was something else too. Saber. Saber was a big uh, mystery in the yes. show. I don't know if he was so much in the book. Yes, yes. Um, there, I think there was a scene where 
they're all camping outside in tents one of the days. And I think mm-hmm. one of Billy's friends are like, let's go check out the saber or whatever. Um, and sneak off. But Billy's like, no, we got to follow the rules because this is part of the test. It's like, no, we got to follow the rules. We got to stay. And right. if I remember correctly, one of, I think it was Roger, uh, he gets taken away by the saber. Roger. Yeah, I don't know if there's a Roger in the show. Was it the um, was it the really talkative one? I Roger does come up like the <clears throat> the name does sound familiar, so he's probably in the show. Okay, yeah. So so Jay and Roger they sneak off to explore the forbidden bunk. Uncle mm. Alice tells them, "Don't go in that bunk; it's forbidden." Uh, but then they end up going, and then uh, Billy hears howls howling sounds and uh jay's like calling for Mm. help and then he's like the saber got roger and then the next got him the next day uh billy's like telling larry and uncle al and stuff and then they're ignoring them they're completely ignoring them this is like another theme in the (laughs) book like they ask questions adults ignore them yeah but and i don't even know sorry go 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 oh um and then i think by the end of the night end of the evening larry's like there's no one by the name of roger here billy's like what are you talking about yes was that in the show too they did that every time someone disappeared they're like, are you crazy? There's never been any Colin here, okay? There was no one named Colin who got hit in the head with a, a baseball bat going 2,000 miles an hour. <laughs> Go back to your tent, okay? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So, yeah, to answer your question, in the book, they do have the the creature. Okay, okay. So it's there. Because it, w- it was kind of like it was the main mystery before the reveal, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It was like the the uh, there was two actually. There was the saber creature, and then there was this forbidden uh, derelict building, right? Yeah. That they they couldn't go into, but obviously, if you tell teenagers not to go into something, exactly. they're gonna you know they're gonna go in, right? And um, oh, there was something else. Uh, on a side note, there's a scene in the show where I just thought it was funny. The two there's two kids that went on canoes. I don't know if you remember. They're canoeing. Oh, yeah. right? There's a canoe part. <clears throat> and Larry comes. He's he's running, right? He's like, hey, how come you didn't put on your life jackets? So he he tells them to come in, but before that, he throws one of the uh, lifesavers in the water. He's like, hey, put this on. And he throws it in the water. Right. So these kids being super smart, both of them try to get the life the life jacket by jumping out of their canoes right and into the water <laughs> right when when i saw that scene it looks funny right because they don't try to stay in the boat and like try to reach out and grab it they literally <laughs> just jump out of the boat to get it right and i know they they were it was all part of like the 
the skit to trick Billy into thinking that they're going to drown later yeah. on, right? But the way they did it was just so funny. Yeah. I Yeah, I vaguely remember that part. And then they end up drowning and then Billy tries to save them. Um, but then they just disappear. He can't find them in the water, right? Yeah. Their, their bodies are just gone, right? It's mystery. Suspicious. And then Larry... Did Larry see everything happening? I, I can't remember. Was he just standing there? Or he leaves? Uh, he leaves. So I think when these uh, these professional actors jump into the water, <laughs> he gets scared and, and runs off, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he leaves. So he didn't see them drown, oh, I okay. guess. Right. But he was in on it. So, you know, it's yeah. all cool. Yeah. If you were a camper at this camp if sorry if you were billy like not knowing that this was like a whole scheme like what would you do Mm -hmm. um i'd probably do exactly what billy did actually in a in a boy in his position he probably did everything rationally Mm -hmm. right no one's listening to him he's trying to save these kids lives they're being bitten by snakes they're being um threatened by baseballs and stuff and he's like trying to do everything in his power to help these people right his 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 um his friends i guess right so i i'd probably do everything the way he did there's only so much you could do if you're a kid and you're at like um uh what is it camp camp night moon summer camp is it summer camp i don't know what kind of camp is it yeah like a sleepover summer camp right? summer camp yeah yes would you try to escape uh yeah well he did right billy did do that so at the very end after he he talks to the the authorities and they just ignore him because you know he's just a kid and they don't care about kids his only everyone disappears for some reason at the very end and then he's like all right i guess i can just go into the abandoned building now because what else am i gonna do right so he goes there and then he meets um uh, i think her name is don i don't know if it's the same name as in the book Yes, I believe so. Yeah, so what you were talking about before, right? He goes to the the abandoned building and he meets uh, his his like female counterpart to the camp because he's like she's like, oh, everyone's like uh, uh, disappearing and no one, the adults don't care or whatever, right? So they're pretty much in the same position, right? And and then he that's where they talk about like escaping and stuff like that. So he leaves and then. In the show, that's when the next day, that's when they start hunting for her because she's the one who escaped. Yeah. It was just one person. It was just the one girl. But I think in the book, you said it was two of them yeah, two, two who escaped. escaped or who was on yeah. the loose, right? Yeah. 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 So obviously, if you're trying to escape summer camp, you have to be shot, right? Because you, it's important that you stay uh, within the, the perimeters of, of the, the camp. Right. It's dangerous out there. So, <laughs> you're too funny. <laughs> I mean, they were just tranquilizers, so yeah. it's fine. You can just, just tranquilize some of the kids. Yeah, yeah. I I would at 12 yeah. years old. I would probably I would definitely freak out. 
I don't know if I would have the guts to try to escape. Maybe if there's like a group of us. Where would you go though? I don't know. Like, I assume maybe at this camp they teach us how to use a compass. Um, because <laughs> there's no GPS in the nineties. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So, I, I again, I enjoyed this story. Um, great twist twists at the yeah. end definitely would recommend it the the episode wasn't that bad either like it was pretty decent even though it cut out a lot of stuff it was still pretty good yeah now that you were telling me some of the um the stuff that happened in the book it seems like they did cut out a lot yeah right like the kids talking and yeah, yeah. um yeah, any any last thoughts on on the book or show? I don't know. It's it's like a roller coaster. There's so many things happening, and they yeah they. I guess it's weird. It was a little anticlimactic with the um, the saber because that was supposed to be like a big um, threat. That was like the main threat, mm-hmm. right? And it just. It just turns out it was like one of the the camp like janitor who was controlling oh, yeah. like a machine, right? Just to scare <laughs> yeah. the kids, right? They're like, "Oh, okay, that's great. It's just like a creature." Mm-hmm. But he was there to, I guess, keep the kids from escaping, or I don't to scare Billy. I think that's I guess. Yeah, the whole goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty entertaining, though. I do like it, and it was one of the better written stories from him from rl stein in my opinion like out of the books i've oh. read i would okay to, to put them in order i would put uh the haunted mask first um then i would put mask. the welcome to welcome to camp nightmare this one and then I would put the Phantom of the Auditorium, like for the books of like, right, the ones I okay. thought were the one with the mask. Is that the one where the girl finds the mask yes. and she wears it for like yeah. Halloween or something? Yep. Was it Halloween? Yeah, that one was a good episode. Oh, that one yeah. was good. Yeah. yeah. And then like later on, she can't take it off and stuff or something like that, right? It be like becomes her exactly. or something. Yeah. Yeah. To conclude the episode, I've been asking guests to share any fond Halloween memories that they've had growing up. Jeez, Halloween. Halloween. It's been like an eternity. <laughs> if you don't have one, it's fine. But. Um. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't really have one per se. What were some yeah. costumes that you had? I've been a, a vampire before when I was younger. I had like a cape and everything. I was like really young, right? And my mom just found this this thing out for me. Um, I think I've I think I've been okay. a ghost because it's like the easiest thing to do. But honestly, I never. 
I never really got into the um, the costume stuff for the most part, right? It was just all about the uh, the candy. Yeah. Do you have any, um, like, do you remember any of your favorite candies that you got? Like, if you got this candy, you'd be, like, set. Um, Kit Kat, probably. Anything chocolate, to be honest. Anything chocolate. If you got raisins, then you're going to be crying, right? Uh, if you I got... like those chocolate raisins. <laughs> the go- Goslins or whatever. I... The okay. The ones that are covered in chocolate, you're you're like halfway there, right? But if you get the straight raisin oh, boxes, yes, you know the small the ones, the red ones, yeah. Then you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're 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 upset. <laughs> but if you got anything chocolate, really, um, you get a lot of those. Uh, what are they called? Rockets. Yeah, I like rockets. They're like chalk, like chalk yeah. tablets. Yeah, those are good. Um, those Popeye, Popeyes, Popeyes. Uh, those they're like oh, fake yeah. cigarettes they're like uh candy yeah. sticks <laughs> <laughs> so you like pretend to smoke what was wrong with the 90s uh, <laughs> like who came up with that i don't know <clears throat> i mean smoking was cool back then right yes but kids like yeah they see and they do i was like <laughs> right um, oh man, good times. Yes, yes. What about you? What about uh, your Halloween experiences? Um, well, I shared a couple like in the previous episodes, but in terms of like candy, I, I really liked there was this um, lollipop that was caramel and apple flavor. It was like green, like a hard green. And then in the middle was like a gooey caramel. I don't know if you remember that. That doesn't sound familiar. It was it was delicious. Like I loved it was like a lollipop. Loved that one. Right. Um yeah. It was apple flavor. Apple caramel flavor. Like a candy apple. Maybe I didn't like anything I didn't like any can uh apple flavored candy back then, so maybe I avoided it. Yeah, that was my favorite. I loved I loved the lollipops that had the gum in the middle. We're oh wait, hold on. So the sticks, the sticks of those ones, right? The ones with the gum. Were those whistles? Yes. I could have sworn those were whistles. They were meant to be whistles, but they worked right? as whistles because they had the hole. Right? <laughs> exactly. The little yes. hole at the end, right? So I would try to blow on it, but nothing would happen. You would hear a little, but, a subtle know. whistle sound. Yeah, you'd hear wind. <laughs> but those sticks were good quality, like, unlike the the paper ones, like the regular. Yeah, because you would keep it in your mouth for too long, and then you'd the start paper, eating yeah, paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also liked O. Henry bars. Oh, top tier. And Snickers. Oh, yeah, Snickers. That was like the highest quality ones are like, oh, Henry Snickers, Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. Those are like, if you made, if you got those, then you're happy. Yeah, yeah I think. Uh, what else? I think that's all. Oh, and chips. I loved getting the chips, the little mini yes. Humpty Dumpty chip bags, Lay's. 
Ah. Oh. Those, uh, the gum, the Hubba Bubba gum, the one with the comics. Oh, yeah. Those were, were pretty, yes. um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do they still sell those? are pretty big things. I don't know. I think so. I remember those. There's too. like a, um, there's a store down the street here where they sell, um, like, unique candies like from different places in the world and stuff okay. and some sometimes they have like old like retro candies oh right so yeah i would go there and buy some stuff i think they had dunkaroos there oh yeah which were discontinued a while ago but uh yeah cool well i feel like we could talk about candy and <laughs> chocolate all day <laughs> oh easily but Thank you so much, Josh, for coming back on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Your your podcast is discontinued, correct? Yeah, yeah. We stopped it um, a while ago, I think. Maybe like a year? Oh. Less than a year? Oh, okay. Are, are people still while, able yeah. to listen to like old episodes? Or I don't know. Do you guys still promote it? or? No, no, we don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, I feel like if it's up, then they'll still um you can still listen but i don't like think about oh. it or, yeah. okay so <laughs> never mind i was gonna say want to drop the handles but <laughs> you don't even think about it okay no it's like yeah it's okay i don't have to <laughs> i haven't thought about it for a while no worries so we'll get you it was fun while it lasted um we'll get you on more episodes so you could oh yeah that'd be fun um come back to podcasting uh so yeah uh i don't know if you want people following your <laughs> no plugs <laughs> yeah i'm like um, <laughs> it's great having you <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not like a <laughs> i know there's a lot of people who would like jump at the opportunity to plug in any of their socials and stuff but i just don't have like not anymore yeah. i mean no worries right? i'm just normal to be continued. Josh will come back. We'll have him back on the show. So to be <laughs> continued. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 54. I hope you enjoyed the conversation I had with Josh. Next week for the Goosebumps screen and readathon finale, my friend Sharanja will be joining us to chat about Monster Blood. So stay tuned for that. Until then, have a great week and take care.